Whatever, do, do, yeah. Wings with friends. Ah, wings with friends. You got to get the wings to be with the friends. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Wings with Friends. I'm your host, Mary Upchurch, and I'm really excited to be here with my good friend, Courtney Baca. And we are at the Bull's Horn Cafe or Bar. Yes, I think we just call it Bull's Horn. <laughs> Bull's Horn. We're yeah. at the Bull's Horn. We're at Bull's Horn. How are you, Courtney? Good. Thank you for having me. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much. Thanks for being here and picking me up. Of course. And anytime. <laughs> and introducing me to the best burger ever. Literally the best burger. We're going to call this episode Burgers with Friends because we were, uh, you know, it was just lunch. It was brunch. They didn't have wings on the menu right the now. The wings were their dinner food, apparently. Yeah. Well, I kind of, I don't know what day it is anymore. Apparently, it's. Two o'clock on a Saturday. Yeah. Oh, right. That is dinner food. Are wings a dinner food? You no, can eat wings anytime. They're like a lunch food, like a party food. Mm-hmm. What about if it's a football game day? I bet you have wings. Especially by two? Yeah. I have wings. Yeah. That's okay, because that burger changed my life. Yeah. It's my favorite burger in Minneapolis, hands uh, down. It was good. We'll get it. Let's get into that in a little bit, but I want to hear, who are you? Introduce yourselves to my listener. Listen to my one listener. <laughs> Hello. What, what's his name? Uh, Steven. Hi, Steven. Hello, listener. Thank you. Um, introduce yourself. Like, what makes you so special? Who are you? What do you do? Well, why do I think I'm so special? Uh, hello, my name's Courtney Baca. I'm a Minneapolis comedian, uh, writer for The Hard Times, punk rock satire site, producer of the... 10,000 Last Festival here in Minneapolis. And that's good. That's a good enough amount of stuff. <laughs> that's a good think, enough yeah. one. Um, I love some of those articles and the titles, at least. I think that's a lot of what I read is the titles. Yeah, that's what most people read. And they're fun, though. I like the one. It was like, t- correct me on it. It was like, goth girl has to take off six layers before a hookup oh, or something. Oh, it's like, uh, I don't know. I did the art on that one. I didn't write that one. But it is me in the picture. <laughs> You're like, hold on, let me unbuckle. Oh, it's like foreplay with goth girlfriend involves like several hours of unbuckling. Yeah, (laughs) that's so funny. Uh, How long have you been doing comedy? Uh, about four and a half years now. Nice. I think it's, we're right about the same yeah. the same spot there. Uh, we met at the Cloud Top Comedy Festival in Santa Fe. Yeah. That was a fun festival. It was super fun. Yeah. Met some cool people. Uh-huh. Um, we got to drive in the rain. Yeah. And, and not go to any historic Breaking we, Bad sites. We drove uh, near them. We didn't see them, but we drove near them. Sometimes you just want to get back to the airport. <laughs> And then we had a really nice time at the airport getting drunk. Yeah, we did. We got day drunk at the airport, and it was great. Um, so I'm really fascinated. You have a really cool show. I'm hoping you can tell us about it. It has to do with pageants. Mm-hmm. It's called Beauty Pageant. It's uh, every fifth Thursday at Comedy Corner Underground, which obviously not every month has five Thursdays. So it happens like a couple times a year. Oh, that's a good way to do it. Yeah. because like a leap year show. Yeah, it's a lot of work. I don't want to do it every month. So how do you blend a pageant in with a comedy show? So the first rule of beauty pageant is that you have to dress up. You must dress up. Last time, a couple of the comics didn't dress up, and I got very angry. Yeah, how dare they? It's a beauty, it's a beauty pageant. pageant. And they, they lost because they didn't dress up. Bet your ass they did. 
you know, in, in my mind, I'm like, I really want to do this one day. That's why I started it, because I was like, I have all these, like, crazy dresses and fur coats and stuff. You do? I, yeah, I want to wear them. Where'd you get them? I just collect, I don't know, I just you have things. Them? You know, you find something on sale, you're like, I need it. I'm going to buy it. You buy <laughs> No, I feel this deeply, yeah. because that's why I have, like, all this shit. I'm like, I'm going to need that one Yeah, that's day. why you had winter boots, yeah. and you live in And Phoenix. I was ready. I was ready. Um, fantastic. So you do this kind of a couple times a year and then do people compete? Yeah. So you have three contestants. There's three rounds. There's a comedy, obviously. And then they have to do a talent. And then we have an interview portion, just like in, uh, in Miss, uh, Miss America or whatever. I like it. I was looking for my pageant girl. I was a pageant kid. Shut up. Really? Yeah. I was a pageant kid for, um, for Halloween. I was like trying to be like, my name was like Honey Mare Bear. It was at the height of the Honey Boo Boo craze. Yeah. So I had some white patent leather shoes and my friend's mom helped me with the dress. Oh, like a little, was it like a tutu skirt? Oh yeah, I had several petticoats. Yes. Um, and I got my hair professionally done. And I just carried my dog around and I was like, <laughs> I still do this on stage sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I just love it. I think because like I've never been in a pageant, but I always like admire, like want you know would watch them and mm-hmm. you're like what? How do they do that? Yeah. So it's like a good way to live out your dream. I just like any excuse for comedians to have to dress up. You should have should apply. You should bring that show to Bird City like next year or something. Yeah, or maybe yeah. put it into a festival. I would have liked to have been in it this year. Yeah, but it's happening soon. So. Anyway, yeah, that's anyway like yeah, that would be a great soon. one. Yeah. They would love it because they like, like Aldi stuff. The problem is, like, with festivals, everybody's coming in from out of town. So to be all like, oh, also, you need to pack a suit, you know, or, like, pack a ball gown. People don't, people might I, not want to do that. I would do it. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just thinking myself here. But I think it's worth it, you know, like, the more, haven't you noticed, like, the more effort you put into a show, like, the better it is? Yeah, I mean, it usually, dumb. yeah. I did a, the bro show last week in Phoenix, and it's a show where the girls dress up as men, and they do a set as a man. Um, oh, that'd be fun. Yeah, because there's just not enough men in comedy, is what the producers <laughs> yeah. have decided, so they wanted to have a show dedicated. We need more men. <laughs> and so, um... I was like a multi-level, multi-level marketing bro mm-hmm. who was just like super into like <laughs> inspirational stuff. And what was he selling? Everything like um, uh, first like energy drinks and then essential oils and nice. then cocoa knives and then it got a little scrambled. If I had worked a little harder on it, I don't even know if I have any pictures, but I looked ridiculous. Uh, and one yeah, girl, what did you wear? I'm going to wear a suit, and I even bought a wig, but I ended up looking like Alice from the Brady Bunch. <laughs> um, this one girl, um, Lexi Chardet, she was ice. She was easy E, and it was so good. She looked just like him. Um, so it was fun. I like those shows, and it's like if you do a good job, like it really shows. You know, it really like can stand out, yeah. you know? Um, this again, I ruin every conversation by looking at my phone. Like, let me find a picture to see if this will enhance this, but it's fine. Um, so yeah, if this I think- photo will enhance this audio podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's really just about our conversation. Yeah. I'm like, I forgot we were on the podcast. No, I like that. I, um, I don't have a show. Sometimes I think about things, but I don't know. You've got to really want to do it. Yeah. It's a lot of work. Like you said, I have, how many shows do I have right now? 
I have two shows that I run currently with a third on the way, I think. You've got one in the oven? At least one. I don't know. I love, I love starting new shows. That's and great. And then I get them and I'm like, oh, man, i got to do work. So, but you, it sounds like you have the um, capacity or you have the um, resource to do it. Like, you yeah. do these at the club that you work at? Beauty Pageant is at the club where I work, Comedy Corner Underground. And then I have a brewery show and then potentially one or two more brewery shows. That's fantastic. So you're moving into shaking. You're like, hey. I suppose, you got, yeah. You want a show? You've got the venue. How is, um, are you good at promoting those shows? I mean, do people come out to them and stuff? Um, yeah, I guess so. My uh, brewery show is a cooperative brewery. So, oh. like, there's members who are, like, they own part of the brewery. And they just come to everything. Like, they, that, that's, like, there. their home. Yeah, yeah, so they just come out. Fantastic. So, this is a unique episode because we did not have wings, like we mentioned. It's not, it's not time for wings. But we had this amazing Bullhorn burger that was, like... So good. Yeah, like, how can I describe it? It was, like, the bacon was crispy. Mm-hmm. The beef was flavorful. It was kind of thin, and it had that nice crisp mm-hmm. on the edges. Yeah, I like when they do that. And then the bun was almost like a brioche. It was soft. Mm-hmm. And it didn't overtake stuff, oh, everything. It had onions, lettuce. But that was a shredded lettuce, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. I pickles. like shredded lettuce. They don't skimp on the pickles either. Lots of pickles, mm-hmm. onions, and their sauce. Mm-hmm. So it was, like, kind of greasy. It was easy to yeah. eat. It was easy to handle. Mm-hmm. That's what I love in a burger. Is that, like, what are your favorite things in a burger? Um, yeah, you know, you really don't want them too thick. People always think they want a thick patty, but you don't. I don't. My mom makes them, my mom makes them like, meatballs. I'm like, Mom, can you flan that out? She's like, yeah, no, lady, this is good. Be round. Your dad likes it this way. Well, you're in Minneapolis, so people would get mad if I don't mention the Juicy Lucy. Are you familiar with Juicy Lucy? I've heard Lucy's? of it. Can you describe it? Because I've, I've heard of it a little bit. <coughs> is it the one with grilled cheese sandwiches? No. Juicy Lucy oh. is basically a cheeseburger, but the cheese is inside of the patty. So they take, like, two meat patties, and then they stuff cheese in the middle, and then they cook it. I like that. I thought it was that plus two... Grilled cheese sandwiches as the buns. That's insane. Were you just watching Guy Fieri or something? <laughs> <laughs> maybe they, maybe he and ate that. donkey sauce. <laughs> yeah. You know, Guy Fieri has his restaurants on Carnival Cruises. Oh, wow. Like, there's a stand, and you can go up and get whatever you want, like a burger with, like, these bacon, I don't know. And they're pretty good. Really? Yeah. I just wanted to pull a Shane Torres there and defend Guy Fieri. <laughs> he really does go hard for, for Guy Fieri. It worked out really well for him. Though. Yeah, it did. I saw something with Guy Fieri, and like he has a son who's like really hot. And I'm like, oh. No way. Yeah. He's like really good looking. He kind of had him co-hosting, uh-huh. but he doesn't have the same personality. Yeah. You know, because all celebrity kids are trash anyway. They, How old is his kid? I mean, he must have been like maybe 20. Okay. I hope he wasn't younger than that. Then I'd make me a creeper. <laughs> but... Um, so, so yeah, this was a great burger and I'm not even ashamed to not have wings on this wing podcast, but do you eat wings in your real life? So here's the thing is that I like the way wings taste. I don't like eating them because they are a hassle. Yeah. What's hassles you about them? They're messy. Like you got to like pick at it with your teeth. Especially if I'm at a comedy show, I do not want to, I don't eat wings before a show because you got sauce all over your hands. You got it in your teeth. You got it's too much. Yeah, and if you touch your eyes and start burning. Yeah. <laughs> so when you eat wings, when you do eat wings, 
like, how would you order them? Do you what flavor do you like? Do you like them wet? Do you like them dry? Here's people are gonna hate me for this. I hate barbecue sauce. Not the worst thing I've heard. I absolutely do not like barbecue so you sauce. Don't do barbecue wings. No. Buffalo is okay. It's not my choice. What about a dry seasoning? I like a dry that seasoning. That sounds like you might be right up yeah, your alley. I like seasoning. that. And it's less messy, too. Yeah. If I'm going to get wings and I have a dry wing, I choose that. One thing I've noticed when I get um, a dry rub type wing, like at a Buffalo Wild Wings, they're hotter, they're mm-hmm. crispier because mm-hmm. the sauce can really. Yeah, it makes make it more mushy. Soggy. Yeah. yeah. So, like a lemon pepper, I mm-hmm. really like, or. Buffalo Wild Wings has salt and vinegar, which is my favorite. They do? Yeah. That's like my favorite kind of chip. Yeah. Try salt and vinegar wings. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. When you do wings, do you dip it in ranch or blue cheese? Ranch. I like ranch. Okay. Yeah. Do you eat the celery and the um, carrots? Carrots, not celery. Okay. I don't care. I don't really like celery. Do you go for the drum or the flat or the wing portion? I'm going to go flat. I like the flat. That one is a lot of work, too. Yeah, it but is. it is where the good meat is, and like less little. And people yell at me because I don't get enough meat off of the bone. They always say I've had that happen. Take enough. Yeah, I'll be eating wings with somebody who's just like slurp, and they're like, well, "You're wasting food." I'm like, "Sorry." But it's a lot of work. I don't want my food to be so much work. Would you rather just order like chicken nuggets or like chicken tenders? Well, that's the thing is, you can get boneless wings, but they don't taste as good. Yeah, because they're not really wings. And we like to make fun of people, but I'll tell you secretly, sometimes I'll just get boneless. If I'm hungry and I need to eat, I'm going to get the boneless wings. Yeah, I want to eat. I want the flavor yeah. of the sauce. Especially um, if, I don't, like, if I don't have time to get messy. Yeah. I'll go boneless. You know what? I'm kind of inspired now. I wonder if this, this podcast is going to evolve into just like, like, we'll still call it Wings with Friends, but it's like, you know, what's your favorite thing? You know, like we yeah. just had this delicious burger, mm-hmm. you know, maybe it's. Because even that, um, was it Adam Richman who did the, like, guy versus food, man versus oh, food? Oh, guy versus, yeah. He had to stop doing the challenges. I know, was because he was, like, going to die. <laughs> I might get to that point. Except I'm, I'm replacing wings with cheeseburgers. <laughs> I wouldn't mind doing a donuts and pizza. I mean, I like donuts. I like oh, pizza. Yeah. Burgers. You know, all the good stuff. You ever have a burger that's between two donuts? No. There's some things I just won't do because I feel like it's like kind of like it's 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 kind of icky, right? Yeah, and you feel like a piece of shit. That's the kind of thing you order it and then you and like six friends each have a little piece. That's a good idea. Yeah. Okay, so this comes from like when I was a kid, my mom, and she still kind of does it. I remember her like seeing maybe when she'd walk me to the bus stop I don't remember where she'd see like kids drinking like a two liter of soda or a big soda and she'd be like I look at them that's why he's so fat Mary because he's drinking too much soda and I'm like <laughs> what is your mom's accent she's Mexican <laughs> but she's so judgy yeah. and so now I won't get a big soda like mm-hmm. at McDonald's I want like a little and I don't really I can't well I guess I drank one of those but I can't you know the big chugs or yeah. whatever so I think ordering, like, a donut burger would be the same thing. Like, yeah, it's too much. I get some, one time I, like, allowed myself to get extra cheese, you know? I was, like, <laughs> like at, a, at, like, McDonald's, like, can I get extra cheese on that? You just feel like a big piece of shit. That's kind of a woman thing, too. We're, like, raised to feel ashamed if we, like, eat too much or we eat, like, a thing we're not supposed to eat, you know? You're exactly right. One time I went to McDonald's with a group of guys I worked with, and I was like, I'm going to get, I'm going to do, I was like, I'm going to do this. And I, <laughs> I ordered like a Big Mac with 
extra sauce and extra cheese. And I was like, I call it a McFantasy. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> but it was too much. It was too much. Probably, you know, like, yeah. I like it when other people make things because yeah. they put it in the right portion proportions. Mm-hmm. And if I did it, it's like, oh, look at all that bacon. It's like, it's too much. I know. You think you want it, but when it comes down to it. Or pizzas like that. Yeah. So, Courtney, what's been your favorite moment in comedy? What are some of the... Tell me about, like, the best things that have happened that made you go, yeah, I love this, and I'm going to keep doing this. What have been your highlights? Um, I think definitely when I met you at uh, Cloud Top and I got to open for Maria Bamford two times. Oh, uh, I'm so that jealous. That was a great moment. I know. Congratulations. Wait, thank you. No, I'm happy for well, you. Had a good, you had good shows. I did have good shows. Um, I, You know what's funny is, like, since then, I've gotten more and more into Maria Bamford. Mm-hmm. I also listen to the Jackie and Lori podcast now. Have you heard of no, the Jackie and Lori? No, I haven't Lori- listened. I, I hear good things. Yeah. Jackie Cation opens. Oh, my God. That was such a manly. I think I accidentally just got pregnant with that, like, all that <laughs> testosterone. Um, are they playing, like, McDonald's? Uh, like Oh, they're doing pull tabs. What is it? Oh, do you not know what pull tabs are? Well, I've seen it on, like, what is it from, though? No, you buy them here. You buy them at that booth over there. Is it like the lottery? Yeah, kind of. It's like slots, but made of paper. So you buy these. Are uh, the odds good? I don't know. I know. I try not to gamble. We're going to. Oh, you do? Yeah. Purposely? Just, okay. Because I was get some for us. I, I would rather spend my money on like a lipstick. You Fair know? enough. You know? Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> then I'm like. Hey, gambling. they had a birch box inside Walgreens in the Mall of America. I yeah. got to make my own birch box. Which was cooler, it sounds cooler than it was. I basically picked five samples. I know, but... But I wanted to do it. Dude, uh, at the Minneapolis airport, Terminal 2, not Terminal 1, they have a machine that has Allure Beauty Boxes in it, like a vending machine where you can just dispense an Allure Beauty Box. And you don't know what you're going to get? No. Oh, I like this. You got me turned on to uh, 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 citrus oil or orange, what was it? Oh, vitamin C. Vitamin C oil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You were like... We talked about facial care a lot in that airport. Can we just turn this into a skincare podcast? I know. After we eat shitty foods, <laughs> can we talk about skincare? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, oh, let's talk about Maria Bamford. Okay, so Jackie Cation opens for Maria Bamford. Mm-hmm. And so it's just these two women, and they've been doing comedy for like 30 years yeah. each. And I've just learned a lot, just little things picked up from them about different clubs. They talk about money a lot, which I think is helpful mm-hmm. for, for young comics. Mm-hmm. So, so you're not embarrassed to, like, ask for what you're worth or just ask to get paid. It's Yeah, it's really weird because we are used to being told, like, oh, you get, you know, this show pays $20. I will give you $50 or whatever. And then people, when you're in a negotiation spot, you're like, I don't know how much I'm supposed to ask for. How much should I get paid for this? One of Jackie's biggest things um, she got from her dad, who was like an old school sales guy type of person, he always says, don't say no without a number. So it's like if you don't want to do a show, you're like, oh, yeah, I can do it for $2,000. And then they're like, sure. And you're like, oh, shit, now I got to do it. Now I know that. But then you're getting two grand. (laughs) Exactly. And and, and I think the key was to like go so high that they are not going to meet it. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, well, let me, you know, re- let me know if your budget changes. Thank you, bye. Yeah. But then every once in a while, then they might say, if, you know, corporate shows or whatever. Yeah. So I thought that was just a kind of a good little that, tidbit. Yeah, that's a good tip. Um, Jackie, what does Jackie also say? Like, um, send avails on Sunday nights. So then it's in their bo- inbox Monday morning. Mm. And if you do, because if you do it Thursday or later, they're working on the weekends. 
Smart. And then on Monday morning, now they're thinking about that. So that's a great little tip. I love that. Yeah, and Lori Kilmartin is a, um, a comic. She's amazing. I got to, um, when I went to L.A. for a week, she was on a show next to the one I was doing at the, at the Ha Ha Comedy Club, and I was mm-hmm. like waiting for a moment. And she's like, hi, Lori. Mm-hmm. Like, she felt so lame. But she was really kind to me. I was like, I'm a big fan. Cute. She was nice, and she used my name. She was like, thank you, Mary, you know, or, oh, or something. Nice. And I was like... Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was my fangirl moment. Uh, oh, and I've been watching Lady Dynamite now, and I'm really liking yeah, it. Yeah, that's a good show. So, so yeah, she was on Seth Meyers last night. Oh, really? Yeah. She's promoting a new show and a special and stuff that she's doing around her causes and her passions. So, she's yeah. so busy. I don't know how she has the time. Yeah. Did you get to hang out with her backstage or talk Only to her? Only briefly. Was uh, she nice? Yeah, she was super nice. And she's like, oh, because, you know, she's from Minnesota, too. Yeah. And we talked about that for, like, a second. And then it was, like, you know, everybody was running their own way. Does she have any handlers with her, or is it just her? No, it's just her. Yeah. I didn't... That was the day... um, I think I went downstairs for a little bit in the green room, and then I watched that show Mm -hmm. from the pews, because it was, like, a church. It was in a Catholic church. It was really cool. It used to be a Catholic church. Now it's the opera, or I think we're at the Uh, opera. It's an art museum? Yeah. Yeah. That was really nice. That was fun. I had some good shows. I liked meeting um, Naomi Erskine. Erskine. Oh, yeah. You got, you uh, hosted that show. Uh, Naomi Ekperigan. And then I also worked with Kellen Erskine. <laughs> I oh, just mixed yeah. their names. He was so nice. He was. You were, like, walking the streets with him. You really? Yeah. I don't know if you were there. It was, some of us were just... I, I, like, didn't even go to his show. I just saw him on the street, and then we were, like, walking. Um... That, it's so funny. It was like, I, what I learned from that was don't get too drunk in Santa Fe because there's really no Ubers. Oh, right. Where, didn't you get, like, stuck somewhere? Yeah, I ended up, and who gave me a ride? Someone gave me a ride at the last, no, my friend, actually, my friend was there, and we did get an Uber, but I called Jessica. I, kinda, I was like, Jessica, my battery's running out. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm stuck here. And, yeah, that was weird. But Santa Fe was a cool little town. Yeah, it, it is. was. It was neat. We did some podcasting there too. See festivals. Yeah. Now I'm seeing those people everywhere. I know. That's what happens. It's just kind of the same, like, fifty people, and you just see them over and over again. I think that's nice because now when I go somewhere, like, other pe- like I see people I know, mm-hmm. so they sit with me because they don't know anybody else. And I yeah. remember like my first couple festivals or stuff. It's like. Yeah. Nobody knows you. I'm like, how do they all know each other? And it's like, it's very much like, you know, the lunch table at yeah. in high school. You know, I do try to be as inclusive as I can, though. I'm not trying to be like, like anybody can sit yeah, with me. Course. I just want to say, yeah. But you get there and everybody knows each other, and you're like, what about? Uh, I don't know yeah. anybody here. It's special. Or you have your one friend, and you just stick to your one friend. You, uh, you were my only friend there that weekend for the most part. I think you were nice to me. Candace is really cool. Like, some festivals, people connect a lot. Mm-hmm. And other festivals, they just kind of yeah. do their own thing. And I've noticed that, too. Also, you were in a separate hotel. Yes, I was quarantined. Yeah, I was in a hotel with a bunch of other people. So we that would have been That would have been... I would have met more people had I done that. Yeah. yeah. That's okay. It was a super hipster hotel. It I know. It was, like, hipster western yeah. chic. <laughs> but then I was lonely. I was like, oh, what do I do? Yeah, I feel like I, people are like, oh, staying in a hotel, how luxurious. I don't, I'm not a fan. No? No, it's very, you feel isolated. 
You don't, you know, you don't have your stuff that you like at home. Just in general. Yeah. I can see that. Well, it's getting loud in here. Um, yeah, I'm sure it'll still be good, though, because these mics are pretty good. But okay. um, I like not making my bed, but I don't do that at home either. Yeah, that's optional. Yeah. You don't have to make your bed. I like some of, Okay. Did you ever watch, like, The Hills? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I of remember course. they would... Okay, I, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, I, I have these flashbacks of them when they'd go to Vegas, and they'd be like... I remember one of them, like, sitting in their bed in their hotel complaining about... Oh, it was probably Audrina complaining about Ricky Bobby or Justin Bobby, whatever his name was. And it was just like this... I feel like on a lot of reality shows, the, the ingenue just kind of, like, is in their bed. It's this big, fluffy bed. And they're complaining or crying. and Okay, I don't know what I'm trying to say here, but it's like that feeling of like, oh, this is just my big bed, and yeah, I'm just oh, going to work yeah. from here. But the reality is they're usually not that luxurious. Some of them are. It depends, yeah. yeah. Um, you know what I, I've been noticing since I've been in a lot of hotels lately is um, you can't really do nothing during the day because that the cleaning crew wants to get in there. Oh, I put the thing on the door before I go to bed. But then I want my room clean. Why? Oh, that's fun. You get your house cleaned every day. I know, that's true. Like, I don't change my towel, like, every no. day. So sometimes I do, but other times I want to clean. No, I never let the cleaning people in. Hmm. Here's what I don't like, though. It's like, uh, you know, hotels are supposed to be for relaxing. Yeah. Checkout is 11 a.m. Yeah, that are makes me mad. Are you joking? Yeah. I think they cater to, like, I'm going to say it, like, male business travelers. Yeah. Cause, and, and it's gotten a little bit better, but it used to be, like, only, like, news and sports on the television. Mm-hmm. And then, again, they don't expect you to be there during the day. They're no. going to come, you're going to come home in the evening and sleep. Yeah. Uh, go to the bar or whatever. And get so, your continental breakfast that ends at 8 a.m. This morning at the hotel I was at, I thought it was the, the continental breakfast. It was something you had to pay for, and it was just, like, a step above. It wasn't even really, I'm like, why are you That's charging rude. for this? You're yeah. supposed to have free breakfast. The lady was like, oh, have you been here before? Okay. It had some, like, nice croissants and, like, some frittatas. But okay. I was like, this isn't more any better than, you know, the waffle you make yourself. Yeah, I, li- I do like to I make do. the waffle. I like the options. Yeah. You know, I can have chocolate chip. Mm-hmm. Waffles, I could put some coconut on it. Ooh. But I was mad I had to, you know, pay. But I had to act like, oh, that's fine. That's of just, course I knew uh, I had to pay for this. Uh, f- <laughs> Give me two. You know, like, oh, <laughs> yeah. how dare you. So there's $15. Ooh. Um, they had an espresso machine, so I like that, too. What else is going on? What do you want? Um, so we're we're kind of at the same tenure, like four and a half years, mm-hmm. going on five and it's, for me, I find, like, it's an interesting place because you're not new anymore, but you're not, like, seasoned veteran. Yeah. Um, like, what do you think it takes to get to that next comfort feeling of, like, oh, yeah, I know what I'm doing. Do you feel like you're there? Or? Sometimes, I mean, to ask me a different day, you know, that answer changes all the time. Um, right now, I, what I'm working on is trying to get... What is this, nasal spray? <laughs> I'm really distracted by Mary's nasal spray. <laughs> I was just getting a little stuffy. What kind, so what kind to, of nasal spray is this? Don't touch it. You'll get corona. No, it's just a Sinex. I'm so sorry. I'm like, let me ask you a really deep question. And then I'm going to. But you get okay. kind of hooked this on This is oxymetazolone, though. Is it bad? Um, you're not supposed to use this for more than three days. 
or it deteriorates your nasal passages. I think that's what's happening right now. Yeah, girl, you got to quit using it. I know. See, that's okay. You're right. Shit. How do you but know they so don't much? Tell you. That's my job. That's my day job. Pharmacy. Is it? Are you? Are yeah. you a pharmacy tech? Yeah. Oh my gosh! Thank you for that knowledgeable. Because the pharmacy person is the only one who really knows anything. I know. I think that's true. Oh my god! And you know what I learned uh, the other day? No one tells you this. You know melatonin, the thing yeah. that everybody takes at to night go to sleep to go to sleep, it makes birth control pills not work. Who found that out the hard way? My coworker did. <laughs> yeah. What's the baby shower? <laughs> Sorry, just kidding. That's sad. Yeah. Uh, no one tells you this. We didn't even know. And we're in the biz. Yeah. Wow. So, ladies on the pill, Don't this take is my melatonin. PSA. Check everything before you take it. Just anything. Wow. I don't take either of those, but it's neat. No, you're so right about that. Um, because, like, you'll have a cold... You'll use it, and then you kind of keep using mm-hmm. it. And then, like, right now, I'm getting a little stuffy. Yeah. So, like, I'll use it, and it's like, yeah, my my nose is getting all, like, bad. So, I'll quit. Do you, is your nose, we can talk about this off <laughs> pod. I can recommend some better sprays for like you. Like, just a saline spray or something? Saline spray is good. Do you have allergies? I think so, yeah. You should get Flonase. Oh. Flonase is great. You can oh, use I that all the time. That, yeah. yeah. Okay. So what do you want out of comedy? Okay, not off of nasal spray. And thank you. No, I love that. Um, Yeah, I'm trying to work on, uh, like, getting to, like, like, knowing I can do 45 and, like, doing, like, smaller headlining and, like, getting my feet wet in that area. Um, I like it. Yeah. And then I want to just go places. And I don't necessarily think, like we were talking about, I don't know if I want to do it in a festival setting. Yeah. As much. I like that. That's so doable, too. Yeah. Um, not to just so be like, oh, this is what I did. Um, but this is what I did. Um, Let's hear. <laughs> with the L.A. trip, I wanted to do that the year prior, mm-hmm. but it just didn't work out. Yeah. And so I was struggling between, I need to have a show booked to get me to go somewhere. But it was more like, I need to be somewhere to get a show booked. Mm, like a catch-22 situation. Kind of. Yeah. So what I ended up doing was saying, okay, this is the week I can go. And my goal was to, like, work from home so I wasn't taking any vacation days. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, this week I think I can work from home remotely. Okay. I'm going to commit to going to L.A. February 2nd through the 8th. So once I committed to those dates, you have to just trust that the shows will come. Mm-hmm. And they did. I mean, I think I filled up every day I wanted to do stuff. And okay. there's enough open mics, too. There's some cool open mics that I thought were interesting. Okay. Um, I, I called people I had done festivals with, I had done shows with, and they they gave me they gave me work. I don't. Uh, I did get paid a little bit for a couple of them, but not much. That okay. wasn't really. Um, so. But I think that's kind of how you like you go to a place for the first time and like make little connections, and then next time you come back, it'll be easier, and you know you just keep gradually doing that. Yeah. I think you should do that. You should come out to Phoenix, too, if you don't want to I should, go. yeah. Yeah, there's stuff every night of the week. I mm. mean, it's not all going to be paid, but um, but the relationship building is really good. Yeah. Yeah, I can share some more things with you about that offline. But um, I think that's a great goal. Like, what do you, you said 45. It's a different game. Like, mm-hmm. like doing, you get used to doing, like, 5, 10, 15, 20, and then it's, like, past that, it's, like, a whole different thing. Like, keeping their attention. Yeah. Like, keeping... I, that's one thing I'm thinking about. Ma- like, maintaining momentum throughout the entire thing. Yeah. 
Now I'm in deep thought. Yeah. And U2's playing, and they're just like... Yeah, it is. <laughs> I like it. Those are some good goals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's it's been really helpful to kind of put things out there like that. And then they happen just magically. Do you have a vision board? I do, yeah. And you know what? I looked at my 2019 vision board, and most of the things happened on that board. There's a yeah. couple that didn't quite work out, and I moved them to the 2020 board. That's really good. Yeah. yeah. Um, at the beginning of 2019, I was in this little talk with somebody. It was like a, this, a, this woman was giving a speech about, um, about having a board of directors. And it's really just like, it's like having a mentor, but you have multiple mentors. Mm -hmm. Like this person gives me really good energy when I am feeling sad. This person gives me really tough comedy advice. This person Mm -hmm. gives me tough love, whatever. And it's like your board of directors. Anyways, one of the exercises she did, she passed out this document and it said 21 wishes fulfilled. It had spots for 21 wishes. And there was no significance to 21. But what was interesting is we wrote down as many as we could. Mm -hmm. And I think when you say 21, that kind of gets you past the superficial or this. It makes you go a little deeper because you're like, oh, I'm trying to come up with more. It's easy to come up with like three wishes. Yeah. Yeah. And then I, it was that was really neat to look at at the end of 2019 and go, holy crap. I had um, do comedy out of state. Oh. And then like in February, I did San Luis Obispo Comedy Festival, mm-hmm. which was my first out of state. And then that's all I was, you know, then I was doing that a lot. Yeah. And I was like, wow, this was a goal. And now Achieved it's like. Achieved easily. Yeah. Um, so, so, yeah, I think it's really powerful to put stuff out there. Yeah, it is. And you'll, the thing I've noticed is you'll be surprised how things will happen. Because, like, I'll have this idea, like, oh, I have to get this show. Or it has to be this fest. Or, and then something else comes up that you're like, I didn't even know that was an option. I never even heard of this thing. Yeah. You know? That's the beauty of talking to people, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, there's been festivals and things that I'm like, oh, what is that? I want that. Yeah. Yeah. Or I'll get booked on a show and I'll be like, oh, whatever, this show, I don't think it's going to be good. And then you do it and you're like, oh, this was actually like a great thing. And yeah. And better than the thing I thought I wanted. Absolutely. And I think it's also, it's like the work that you put into it. It's like mm-hmm. the show might not be great, but you can still be great. Mm-hmm. And it's one thing I love about comedy is it's a solo, in a way, it's kind of a solo effort, which yeah. I wanted. So. Yeah. Uh, who are, do you have any comedy crushes? Like boys? If I did, I wouldn't say it. Okay, what about uh, celebrity comedy uh, crush boys that you would not be afraid to say out loud? I don't know. Okay, that's okay. Also, I some of them, there's like a potential that I could meet them. <laughs> I don't want to. That's why this is like the vision board of podcasts. You're like, oh, apparently now I'm. And they're like, oh, I heard you like me. <laughs> no, I never I'm trying said to think that. Of a single, I'm trying to think that. of a single guy that I could use in this because I don't know. You're like, all of a sudden, Chris Rock is like, you got a crush on me. <laughs> he's, a, he's your listener. <laughs> <laughs> My one listener is Chris one Rock. Listener. Yeah. How lucky would that be? You're going to blow up. Yeah. Well, um, I didn't, you know, I didn't tell everybody, even though they know. Like, I've, <laughs> I've been in Minnesota this week <laughs> working at House of Comedy. Yeah, FYI. <laughs> FYI. I just, I just came out here to do the podcast. Um, but it's been great. It's apparently they have, they have a balmy 65 today and everybody's excited. We're stoked. They're about to murder me for We, we all have called. our spring jackets on. <laughs> everybody's ready. Um, you know, but it has been lovely. I mean, they got so many things at the mall. (laughs) (laughs) Just hanging out at the mall. I made a list. I made a list of all the, um, 
the things I wanted to see. And it was all stuff I have at home, like Sephora. Uh, I actually wrote Long John Silver. <laughs> so I was like, they've got a Long John Silver's in the mall. You don't want that. I love, you know, I ate that in um, Santa Fe. I was like, what? A Long John Silver's? And I stopped and ate there. You know what? When we were in Santa Fe, I ate, when we were in Santa Fe, I only ate at Whole Foods. Like 99% of You've what I ate. You've got a bougie palate. It was right behind the hotel. Was it? Yeah. <gasps> so I would just walk over there and spend $30 on one meal. Because they have the hot buffet kind mm-hmm. of or the salad bar. It is nice. I like their juice bar. I want, a, I want a Whole Foods closer to me that I can go to more often. Yeah. No, I had a car, so I was like, I went to Long John's. We used to go as, like, my parents used to take us there. Like, I used to go with my parents. Okay. On Sundays, because, like, my mom liked it. And so it just, it's kind of nostalgic for me. But I know it. I know I shouldn't. Honestly, I don't even know if I've ever had Long John Fish and chips. Yeah. Their batter is really good. Like, it's a good. <laughs> <laughs> so You're lame. allowed to like it. That's <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Have I exhausted all my questions? I think I'm like, what else? We barely talked about wings, but that's fine. Well, we didn't we have talk any about wings. skin care. That's about, how many wings could you eat if, like, you know, like. You're ordering? I want to say, like, eight. Okay, so, like, a normal person amount. Like, I can't even eat, like, the full dozen. You know, I usually, some people I usually say give 35. A away. If I'm really hungry, maybe, and it's a contest like or 12. something. But. but then you wouldn't finish them and then be like, you lose, disqualified. I know, because I didn't clean the bones. Yeah, I like to have wings, then sometimes I like to get, like, fries or pizza or something else with it, so. Yeah, give me some tater tots. Mmm. Yeah. The tater tots are good. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that wraps us up. Um, Courtney Baca, where can people find you? What should they know? Uh, follow me on Instagram at Coco, K-O-K-O-B-A-K-A 6669. Uh, or you can look at me on Facebook. That's just my name, Courtney Baca. Um, and anybody who is in or around Minneapolis, come to the 10,000 Laughs Festival. Uh, October 15th through 17th this year. Oh, yeah. Have they opened submissions to that? No. I'm going to write that down. October 15th. Let me make 15th. sure I got the dates right. Yeah, it's 15th o- through 17th. Their artwork is so cool. Yeah. They make little creatures from the Black Lagoon. Every Well, every year it's a different theme. Oh, really? So that was a theme for last year? Yeah, that was last year. The year before that uh, was like, you know, old school, like Mickey Mouse style where they have the like long skinny limbs. The year before that was like 8-bit like video game characters. What's it going to be this year? I know, but I'm not going to say. That's okay. I can't wait to hear it. So everybody who gets in, they get a little drawing of themselves. Isn't festivals, like, side note, I know we're wrapping up, but like festival season and like that feeling when a festival announces, whether you're in it or not, or whatever, just seeing mm-hmm. who's in it. It's I like know. A, I found myself the other day going, I want something to hit so I can be like, what's going on? Like, it's it's fun energy. That Honestly, just, just opening that email that says, congratulations. Uh, like, that is one of the best moments in I, comedy. I hope I get one again. I Sometimes I feel like, that's it. I've hit the menopause of getting into festivals. I know. Like, <laughs> I'm never getting another acceptance letter. But it's okay. It's okay. You will get your Hogwarts acceptance letter. <laughs> I promise. But my evil family will try to keep it from <laughs> <Yeah>. me. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's been so fun. It's been so good seeing you again, too, Corny. Thank you for being here. You guys, thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye.